What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, 49ers faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you. I don't even know what day it is. I think it's Tuesday. Uh, My week's a mess. But the one thing that I do have in control is research on the 49ers free agents. And that's what we're going to be doing today. We're diving into all of them, which there are 32 free agents that the 49ers have to figure out what to do with. We're going to go over what free agent means, what unrestricted free agent means, um, what the you know restricted free agents, exclusive rights free agents. We're going to get into all that kind of weird terminology so that we 100% understand what's going on with each player because it's different for everybody. And I'm going to break them into three categories, which I'm pretty excited about. Got this idea from one of the super fans, Eric. He is incredible. Thank you, Eric. Um, breaking them into three categories. One, we got to resign. Must resign. Two, we got 50-50 guys that could go either way, depending if they want to do a team-friendly deal or something along that nature. And then three, they're not coming back. It's bye-bye to the 49ers, uh, people whose contracts have expired. Now, if we put this into perspective, just free agents, the 49ers have a lot, right? I just said 32. Uh, you look at that within the division, Seattle has 31. Uh, Arizona has 29. And then the Rams have 16. Now, the quality of free agents for each team is different. I don't want to get into that right now. But just to put into perspective, what the NFC West has to kind of figure out who they're going to sign and who they're not going to sign. And we got a little bit more action yesterday as free agent 
Wide receiver, now our number three, uh, the all-name team, River Craycraft, uh, put out pictures signing his official deal. It was, it was linked out and kind of teased that they agreed to terms. It's now official. Uh, River Craycraft is coming back for 2021. You know, you look, you look at the roster right now, he's your starting punt returner. And not only your starting punt returner, he's your number three wide receiver. Um, now, you, you could talk about, you know, Jalen Hurd. Okay, hopefully he comes back. You could talk about Juwan Jennings. Maybe that works out. But neither one of which has played one snap or been active for one game. Uh, Craycraft has uh, played. <laughs> so that's where he is going to be. So we're going to jump through all those free agents. And then at the end of the episode, um, I've, I've got some more draft film. I want to talk a couple edge guys, all that kind of stuff. So we, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. And as always, your questions, I'm going to try to get to them. Shout out to the Countdown Crew, baby. Uh, seeing some of the studs in there that always show up. I absolutely love it. Um, Jason, yeah, I'm going to be a fortune teller today. I've got it, man. I've, I've been drinking coffee nonstop since about five o'clock this morning. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm seeing something and hopefully it's the future. <laughs> That's the goal there. Um, so again, as always, just at me in the chat, we'll try to get to some of these questions. Um, no worries there. Now I do have to say, and man, one thing I'm so excited about, this was an idea from a listener, um, took some time to put it into play. Um, we are having our very first Zoom hangout, live Zoom hangout. Um, and here's how you do it. We're going to be having one. You got to beat me in trivia. So that's going to be difficult. Then uh, draft stories and college stories with Chuck. If you have listened to our draft coverage, um, Charles Barr, at host Chuck B, he's incredible. He's going to be sharing some embarrassing Chapman stories from the past whenever I encourage too many libations and we're going to do a live draft mock draft together and argue over on zoom a live one as we go through the picks now if you want to take part in this here's how you do it it's good nobody else is doing this i'm pretty pumped about it head over to patreon.com type in 49ers rush podcast go to the jerry rice tier and that's how you get to take part our very first one it's going to be saturday night so this saturday evening um, we're going to be hanging out. Uh, everybody's encouraged to bring your own beverage. If you're a drinker, if not, no big deal. And we're just going to freaking hang out, uh, talk, have a have a really good time, do some trivia and all that kind of stuff. So again, if you, you're already a Patreon subscriber, make sure you're part of the Jerry Rice tier, uh, the Frank Gore tier that gets you all the breakdowns and all that stuff. But the Jerry Rice tier that gets you into the zoom meeting and all of the breakdowns, which I'll be sharing a couple of those for you later. Uh, real quick from Drew. He says, John, since Trent William takes up nearly $20 million plus, I do think that 18 to $20 million is where he's going to be. Um, you know, I won't be signing with LA. That's true. Would you draft offensive line and free agency uh, or re-sign hit key pieces? Or and this is the problem. The position of scarcity across the 40 hours roster, you're not going to be stacked everywhere. There are going to be positions that are not addressed to our liking. It's just, that's the NFL salary cap. That's why it's in place. There's no mega teams. It's not the NBA. It's not baseball. You don't get that. So what you have to do is you have to find your premium positions. Okay, left tackle, that's a premium damn position. That is not a position to skimp on. Now, this draft is loaded with offensive line talent that would be able to step in and play. That's fine. But, again... Do you want to roll the dice with a rookie left tackle? Just go back to 2019, and this just came in the news. Uh, just Isaiah Wilson. Isaiah freaking Wilson. 
Uh, went to the Titans in the first round, offensive tackle out of Georgia. He played four snaps. Four snaps. He just came out and said he's done with the Titans. He refuses to go back there. Now, that was a huge character flaws and all those things. But in this year, without even a scouting combine, character issues, uh, the draft is not a guarantee. It never has been. This year is even more of a wild card than normal. So do you go with what you know at a position that you have to have, and he's one of the best out there? I think that's what you got to do. Now, if Trent Williams chooses to take, you know, go for top shelf money, which he deserves, he's played well, that's fine. You've got to find something else. Personally, uh, you know, Rashawn Slater, I think he's an option. Uh, Christian Darisaw, I like him as well. But Trent Williams is better than both of them every single day of the week. So personally, I would prefer <laughs> to keep good old Silverback Gorilla. He's a beast. Um, he's incredible. That's what I want to do. But we'll find out. And the good news is free agency takes place before the draft. And, you know, with free agency, hopefully we get a contract way before, you know, the draft and all that kind of stuff. Trent Williams is going to sign day one or two just because he's that premier of a player. So what happens is once they set the what the 2021 cap's going to be, then we'll know that's when these deals can start to happen. Nobody can sign the top-tier free agent-type players right now because nobody knows what the, the cap is. So it's hard to set your budget if you don't know how much money you're making, right? Um, and so that's kind of where we're at. So that's why you're seeing a lot of these smaller deals take place because these guys are signing for league minimums. River Craycraft, it's a league minimum deal, which we're going to go over what that looks like. So, uh, the three types of free agents that we have, okay, and this is important. To qualify as an unrestricted free agent, okay, the unrestricted free agents are people like Trent Williams that can sign wherever they want. They can go wherever they want. You have to have four or more accrued seasons to be able to negotiate with anybody. Now, an accrued season means, and they keep changing the terminology here for how many games with the most recent CBA, six games on an active slash inactive roster per year counts as one accrued season. So even if you're on a pup or if you're on IR, so like uh, Ronald Blair, for example, who didn't play one snap, he was on the pup for six games, that's an accrued season for him. So if you have four or more, Trent Williams has 10, and I'd like to correct this as well uh, real quick, and it, I said on the previous podcast that if Trent Williams signs elsewhere, the 49ers would get a third-round compensation pick. That is not true. Um, and shout-out to at InCommand55 for uh, yeah, having this discussion. I went back and read through the CBA to make sure. If a player has 10 or more accrued seasons, they can only qualify for a fifth-round compensation pick no matter what they sign. So a little bit of bad news there. Unless, and this pissed me off whenever I saw this, Unless they're a quarterback. Because I looked up and I was like, man, the Patriots got a third-round comp pick for Tom Brady signing with Tampa Bay. So I was like, oh, yeah, Trent Williams hasn't played near as long as that cat. Uh, but quarterback changes that. So if Trent Williams does not sign with the 49ers, we would be getting a fifth-round comp pick. Almost guaranteed because the money that he would be requiring, he would qualify for that immediately. So unrestricted free agent, four or more years, you know, accrued. Restricted free agents. We have a couple of these. Exactly three accrued seasons. So they can negotiate with anybody, but the 49ers basically get to determine 
They can match the offer or put a tender on their deal. You've heard this before. We did this with Kendrick Bourne last year. We did this with Matt Breida last year. We put a second round tender on both of them. Okay, so here's kind of how this works, and there's a lot of options, but I want to be accurate and help you understand so that when this terminology comes out, because the 49ers will be doing this again, and other teams will do this as well, so it lets you know what it would cost to get them. So if they're a restricted free agent, exactly three years in the, C in the NFL, they can negotiate, but the original team can put a tender that comes with a first rider refusal or draft pick compensation. So a first round tender which the 49ers don't have anybody that falls in this category, but other teams do. That person would get $4.6 per year. So let's just say hypothetically, um, it, we have, let's go down here and, you know, I'll tell you a couple of people that are, you know, restricted free agents and all those uh, different types of people. Um, you know, you're looking at Ross Dwelly, for example. Okay, he's a restricted free agent. He's been in the league for three years. So if we put a first round, tender on him, which we would not, he would get $4.6 if nobody else signed him. Okay, that's We basically set the salary there. But if somebody else wants him, that's fine. They can sign Ross Dwelly. They have to pay him that much money and then send us a first-round pick back. That's why in the NFL you never see this. The second-round tender is much more common. That's $3.2 We did this with Born and Breida last year. So somebody else could sign him, and then we would get that. Or you could put an original round tender. So imagine somebody like, you know, that went in the third, fourth, fifth, or sixth, seventh round. You could put that on them and you would get back whichever pick they were. So again, you, you look at somebody like Juwan Jennings who went in the seventh round. You could put a seventh round tender on him if he, if he played three years. If another team signed him, you'd get that pick that he was drafted in. And the salary for that is 2.1. Now, what teams usually do, and what we did with Born and Breed, is we used an upgraded tender, which means they weren't picked in the first or second round, but we put a second round tender on them anyway. What that does do is if somebody did sign Born or Breed last year, we would have got a third round pick instead of a second because they weren't drafted as a second round pick. And I know this is kind of confusing, but this is the direct language from the NFL CBA agreement. Um, or you can do a right of first refusal. That's another thing you can do. That's $2.1 million. So if we put a $2.1 million on Ross Dwelly. If somebody else offers him two point five, million, we can say, all right, we'll match that, then we get them. Or no, you can have them. And the reason why teams do that is this allows players to go set their market. 49ers basically say, hey, you think you're worth $5 million? Go get it. If they get the Steelers say, we'll take you for $5 million, so the 49ers can say, okay, we'll take that exact contract, and then they get to keep the player, Ross Dwelly, in this situation. Or we say, nope, go ahead, have fun. Um, you, you got the contract, you earned it, go get it. So that's a restricted free agent. And the last one we'll be talking about is the exclusive rights free agent, just to make it a little more confusing. These are players with fewer than three seasons, so zero, one, or two. They cannot negotiate with other teams. They get signed for a one-year league minimum deal, which is huge because we have some of these guys. Again, you're getting what we did with Daniel Brunskill last year. League minimum, he has no negotiating power whatsoever. This usually happens with undrafted players or players that were drafted then cut. Marcel Harris fell into this category as well. We drafted him in the sixth round. He didn't make the roster, so we cut him. Then we brought him back under a new deal. He was an exclusive rights free agent last year. 
um, they get a one-year league minimum deal. So uh, here's the numbers, which I think is interesting, and they're not going to go up. These are the 2020 numbers, but they're not going to go up because it's based off of the cap, which the cap's going to go down. One year, the league minimum is 675000 Two years accrued season, 750K, so three-quarter of a mil. Three years accrued, 825000 And then four years, $910,000. Again, all of this is part of that new CBA. So let's jump into it. We got through the facts. Hopefully we understand <laughs> some stuff. Sorry I nerded out on some of you guys. But if you made it through, let's do this. Who's likely to come back? Who are the guys that the 49ers are likely to re-sign? Number one and priority number one, we've talked a lot about and we started it off on this podcast. You've got to talk about Trent Williams. Premium position. Premium player. He missed the all-pro team by, I think, six votes. The dude is incredible. Now, he's going to be expensive and the 49ers don't have a lot of money. I am putting the amount or the percentage of, you know, percent we're bringing him back at 90%. He's priority one. Do whatever you got to do to get him. Now, if you don't get him, then it's time to reshuffle everything. Okay, I think Trent Williams will be back. He loves the 49ers. He loves Kyle Shanahan. He wants to be back. It just makes too much sense. Number two, Jason Verrett. Priority number two. Get this guy. I've got him on a 75% uh, likely to come back. The 49ers were so loyal to him. Uh, you look at what, think back to 2019. Do you guys remember when he played four plays in one game and got burned deep twice? And everybody was like, why the hell do we keep this guy? Total BS. Why do we always bring in these injured guys? Blah, 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 blah. Then you jump to 2020. Dude was arguably, you know, outside of Fred Warner, the best player on our defense all year. He played incredible. So the loyalty is there. I think it's a perfect fit for him. The only cornerbacks that we currently have under contract, Tim Harris, zero snaps. He's never played one defensive snap. Ken Webster, um, you know, he, he's been a special teams guy. I think he played 11 snaps last year. Adonis Alexander, zero snaps since 2018. And then Jamar Taylor, who I think is going to be our starting nickel right now. Hopefully, Kwan Williams gets brought back, which he's in my 50-50 group. Um, but again, Jason Verrett has to come back. Number three, and conversation just came out from Josina uh, Anderson. She said, quote, preliminary exchanges have begun. Both sides want to make something work. Kyle Juszczyk, baby, the juice, the juice. Um, he's expensive, most expensive fullback out there. It's a luxury item, probably going to cost between 4 and $5 million a year. And the question the 49ers have to do is, can Josh Hockett, Roz Dwelly, uh, you know, Warner, can one of those guys take over the spot? We never saw the 49ers try to do that. Dwelly played in Kyle Juszczyk's spot for a while when he was injured and did okay, but there's a big difference there. You can't run the vertical routes with Kyle Juszczyk split out like you could Dwelly. You really, really can't. I like Dwelly. Uh, duct tape Dwelly's incredible. But Kyle Juszczyk, it's just a perfect fit for both teams. And in 2020, Kyle Juszczyk got more touches, targets, yards, uh, than he ever had before in his career. So why break that up? Everything just seems to work perfectly. Um, real quick from Tommy, I like this question. Do you really trust Ferret staying healthy? He could have been a one round, one season wonder. You've got two premier years under his belt. So his rookie year, he was all, all pro player, and then last year. 
The NFL is an all-injury league. That's all there is to it. Now, is Verrett going to get played, paid the, the ceiling of what he performed at? Hell no, he's not. And you've got to build in a bunch of roster bonuses and in-game checks into that. There's no doubt about that. You don't just move forward saying, oh, he's going to be 100% healthy. You can't do that. But the upside on a championship-type team, which I think the 49ers are there, uh, definitely contention, right? You look at the the odds, we're the fifth most likely team to win the Super Bowl just by Vegas's odds next year. So we're in the mix. There's no doubt about that. So you move forward, and I think you do sign Verrett, but he can't be your only plan. And you're not paying him top 10 corner money. And I don't think he's going to get that in the open market just because of the injury history, like you said. So you're getting him at a little bit of a discount. And you're going to have to, you know, Eric Crocker, who big fan of, you know, does as well, you know, former cornerback in the NFL. He said the 49ers need to draft three cornerbacks. There's no depth. You got to go get depth somewhere. It's probably going to be a whole bunch of league minimum or just a little bit higher guys that fit our scheme. You got to load up. You got to bring in three to four different outside corners, and Verrett should be one of them. Um, but again, you're getting these players at a discount because of the injury history. And so take that. Another player I'm really, really high on, and I really want the 49ers to keep Jordan Willis. You remember we traded. We got a six-rounder back, or sorry, a seventh-rounder back, and we gave a 2021 six-rounder. He was incredible in a short time. Got a couple sacks, a couple fumbles. Looked great. Everybody wants to keep Kerry Hyder, and I do too. But Kerry Hyder played so damn well, eight and a half sacks. He played himself into a big contract. We're not going to be able to touch that. So I, I don't have Kerry Hyder on our must-resign just because I don't think we can. Jordan Willis is the... I don't want to say poor man's version, but he's. we're going to get Jordan Willis at a quarter of the price that will be able to play the exact same position. He's not Kerry Hyder, but can he put up half the production or a quarter of the production? 100%. He already showed us he could do that. So I think Jordan Willis is another guy that I really do expect the 49ers to re-sign. One, they traded for him. He's a perfect scheme fit. He played very, very well. Kucerich's been with him twice. I think it's going to work out there. Now, the last three guys that I think one, I think the 49ers will be bringing back and attempting to sign, they fall under those other categories. Starting off with Emmanuel Mosley, baby. I love Eman, and here's why I am, I'm convinced he's going to be back. He's an exclusive rights free agent. And so because of that, he doesn't get to negotiate with other people. It's, it's not there. So he's going to have to... It's the 49ers or else, and you get to sign him for such a cheap deal. Uh, I mean, you look at it. It's his third year, so go back to our numbers. He's going to make 750000 so he, he doesn't get to make more this year because he was an undrafted free agent. I'm telling you right now, Emmanuel Mosley's coming back just because he's so free. Now, I think you go into the draft, you know, if I'm the GM thinking Emmanuel Mosley, and Jason Verrett are your outside corners. But if you draft one in the first round, that's great. Emmanuel Mosley is now you know, going to compete for the nickel role and be a backup corner. You have to have three solid outside corners. It would give us that. Then you would build depth elsewhere. Another guy, Daniel Brunskill. Again, you know he's a, a restricted free agent. I think that he is a guy that you're going to have to 
you, you know, bring back 100% super cheap. Sorry, he's a he's a ERSF, just like Emmanuel Mosley. So he's still uh, an exclusive rights-free agent. So he can't even negotiate. You get him again, just like Emmanuel Mosley, you know, league minimum. Do you move forward with him as your starting center? No. You move forward with him as your starting guard? No. You want to address those positions, but he's done it. So he's a great guy, very similar to Mosley. If he's starting week one, you're okay. It's not ideal. But again, in the, the salary cap era, it's scarcity across. That's what it is. And so you, you got to bring these guys back just because they're so damn cheap. And then you've got Marcel Harris. Uh, he's got to be coming back as well. You know, he is a restricted free agent. And so he's another guy that just gets to come back super, super cheap. Uh, so you've got those three guys that if perhaps they were, you know, unrestricted free agents, they might not be back, but they have no choice. Mosley, Brunskill, Marcel Harris, they're coming back. You know, Marcel Harris provides so much versatility, his linebacker and safety backup. Um, I, I just, I, I don't think there's any way Marcel Harris isn't brought back. Even though I like DFF and Aziz as much, if not more, than Marcel Harris, they're kind of the similar players, you got to bring them back. Um, it's just what it is. Now, before we move on to our next, that's it. Those are the guys that I think are, you know, must bring backs. That That's the category. Now we're going to move on to 50-50 guys. And we'll have to flip a coin and who wants to come back on a team-friendly deal and who doesn't. But before we do, I have a quick word from our sponsors. Here we go. Every plate, what's up? Guys, I'm here with you today. Everyplate.com. This is incredible. You want to eat healthy? You want to save money? This is the spot to do it in. I love this thing. It, here's the deal. We get the box of meals sent to us. You've got like 14 plus recipes to choose from. They're all delicious. You get a box. It's completely contactless. You don't have to go to the store. You don't have to do anything. They send you everything you need. Recipes and directions included. And everything cooks in less than 30 minutes. And you're like, all right, yeah, I've heard these things before. It's always too expensive. Well, guess what? This gives you fuller wallets. This is America's best value meal kit, and it's not even close. It's $1.99 per meal. Did you hear that? And that's going to be the code to get uh, this awesome offer. Everyplate.com. Use promo code 49ers199. 49ers199 because it's only $1.99. So get started over there. And here's the deal. Once you sign up and you get your meals for $1.99 per meal, it's stupid how cheap this is, you get an additional, that's right, extra, 20% off your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and, again, using the promo code 49ers199. And, you know, I'll, I'll throw this out there, too. My oldest son, he's 17, football player, trying to gain weight. I'm trying to lose weight. This helps both of us achieve our goals, and it tastes delicious. He's able to – I don't cook. I got two full-time jobs. I don't have time for that. My son, my high school son, is able to go through this, follow it with ease. It's not stressful for him. Food is delicious. It's absolutely incredible. So um, you want to support the show. This is the best way. Uh, get healthy, lose weight, and save money at the same time. Head over to everyplate.com. Use promo code 49ers199. want to say thank you to our sponsors. Head over there. Come on. It's an insane deal. Let's go. All right. Uh, back to another question. I love this from Sean Ferris. He says, John, D4 coming back is as likely as pick your event happening. So I'll say this. D4 
is coming back. That's just as likely as me making it through an entire 49ers Rush podcast episode without saying the word special. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's never going to happen. And unfortunately, as much as I like D Ford, uh, his injuries, it's going to be done. It, there's, there's no way that that cat is going to play, I, I don't think, in the NFL ever again. But even for the 49ers, and that hurts because, again, you know, we talked about this last episode. He had that third-year injury guarantee. So if the 49ers cut D4 next year, they only saved $3.7 million. It's a huge, huge hit. Um, it's gigantic. Thankfully, you know, uh, the center, Western Richburg, didn't have one of these. But that, that's kind of where we're at. Now let's go to the 50-50 guys. And I want you to hear me out. And I'm going to argue with myself <laughs> on a lot of these guys. Right off the bat, 50-50, you know, coin flip if they come back or not. Solomon Thomas. That's a big no for me. You know that. Solomon Thomas is a great human being. He's incredible. Great locker room guy. Amazing hustle. All those things. Probably one of the biggest draft busts that's taken place in recent eras. Especially if you look at who was on the board still. But... If he takes a team-friendly deal, I could see the 49ers wanting to bring him back. I don't want to. I don't want to. But I would not be shocked. Another one, Kendrick Bourne, 50-50 guy. He put out on his Instagram that he's going to be testing free agency. He puts everything out on Instagram. Um, probably going to get 4 to $5 million a year. The wide receiver free agent class is bananas. There is so much depth and so much talent top to bottom uh, on free agents. I like Kendrick Bourne. I would like him to come back, but again, he's not a priority. It's not. You're looking at guys in the secondary, priority. Defensive lineman, priority. Offensive line, priority. Kendrick Bourne, not priority. Um, we'll have to see what happens. That's a 50-51 again. I struggle with Bourne probably more than most just because of the drops, the false starts, um, the running plays before the sticks but the positive is third downs and touchdowns the guy has been consistent doesn't get hurt he's a hell of a player and people love him in the locker room so i like kendrick Bourne, but for that price on this year when we're kind of broke i say no um real quick from boo he asked this john what's our number one priority trent williams go get that trent williams number one number two jason verrett next up is k1 williams i want k1 the shark back i really really do What's he going to get? The 49ers showed, surprising, K1 Williams has been one of the best slot corners in the NFL for the past three years straight. Jamar Taylor stepped in, struggled early, and then lit it up the last few weeks. We already have Jamar Taylor. Uh, super, super cheap option. Uh, do we want to pay an extra 3 to $4 million to get K1 Williams back? We'll have to see. He's going to be one of those final pieces that's going to kind of fall through. He's going to land somewhere, and he's a hell of a player. Ronald Blair... Man, it sucks. They spent the money to bring him back. Problems with the surgery went bad. And ah, he's a perfect fit for what the 49ers want to do. And again, Ronald Blair, Kerry Hyder. You've got Jordan Willis. Those guys, those versatile guys, 49ers love them. We'll have to see what happens with Ronald Blair. He's going to have to pass physicals and all those types of things. He's going to have to do a workout. We'll have to see what happens there. Kerry Hyder. I say 50-50, but that's just me being wishful. I, I don't. He shouldn't be in this category because there's no way in hell the 49ers. He's going to make seven, eight, nine million, and the 49ers just don't have it. They just don't have it. And what's more, he plays the exact same spot as Nick Bosa, 
And so if Nick Bosa's back healthy, which you fully got to expect, and you have Kerry Hyder and you have Eric Armstead, now you've got three guys that are all the big kind of power ends. You don't have that speed player, that D Ford, that kind of idea that you have there. And that's what you need. Tight end Jordan Reed. God, I want him back so bad. But here's my problem with Jordan Reed. Even when he was healthy and Kittle were healthy the last few games of the year, we never saw him on the field at the same time. I, I really, that's what I wanted all year. Man, let us see these two tight end awesome sets. It never came to fruition. It just didn't happen. So do you bring back Jordan Reed and just have him as a Kittle backup? Or what do you do there? Um, and again, you already got a couple tight ends. You've got Chase Harrell under contract, which I know it's Chase Harrell. But then you also have Charlie Warner, who you drafted last year. He started to look really, really good at the end of the year. Uh, Dwelly's a free agent as well. Do you bring him back? We'll talk about him in a second. Uh, does Jordan Reed come back? It's going to be one of those deals that would have to take place after free agency, after the draft. He will not be a priority, even though he looks really, really good. Um, oh, what's up, Mr. Farrell from Ireland? I love it, man. We are across the pond, my good friend. I would pronounce your first name, but uh, I would... I'm going to butcher it. Let's do this anyway. E-O-G-H-A-N. Johan. Is that Johan? Jagen? Jagen. <laughs> I need to drink some Jameson before I pronounce that. I think it figured out. Um, moving on. Akello Witherspoon. I don't want him back at all. If I was a GM, I'd say hell no. I wouldn't even make an offer. But again, corner is a huge need. He balled out at the end. Lots of questionable situations for three years. I say no, but we'll have to see what happens. Somebody's going to pay this guy because he has so much positive film. I just don't want him back. Next up, this one hurts just to say it. Number 27. That's right, DJ. Hell no, do not bring this guy back. But again, he has information and is blackmailing John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan for not only contracts and roster spots, but playing time as well. Who knows what the hell they're going to do. Now, I will say this. He did play much better from the nickel spot than he did the outside corner spot. But I say, hell no. Do not want this guy anywhere on my team. Please no, please no. Um, Hieronis Grasu, our backup center this year, started week one. Just if you want to know, we had seven centers. Seven. Missed time in 2020. Uh, you can get him back on a super cheap deal. Uh, but, again, this is somebody that you would bring back after free agency, after the draft is done. Deion Jordan makes sense. But, again, if you don't address edge, then you bring him back on a cheap deal. Joe Walker, I really like him. Linebacker, special team stud. I think that he is close to being brought back just because he's so cheap. Now, if you look at the linebacker spot, though, we've got depth. Jonas, Will uh, Jonas Griffith, he's back there. DFF, Aziz. We've got a lot of guys, but Joe Walker's going to find a spot somewhere. Roz Dwelly. I think that he does come back because he's a restricted free agent. Um, so again, you know, do you do an original round tender? He was undrafted. <laughs> so I think you get the right of first refusal, and we'll have to see what happens for duct tape Dwelly. But you're going to be able to get him so cheap. I, I just That's why I think it's harder to bring back Jordan Reed because now you're going to have Kittle. You're going to have Warner. You're going to have Dwelly again. I, I just don't see it. Maybe, but I don't see it. DJ Jones, I wish we could have him back. He's going to get paid somewhere. Um, he, he hasn't made much money because he was a late draft pick. It's his time to cash in. 
The NFL loves defensive linemen, and I really do wish we could keep him. I just don't see it happening. He's a 50-50 guy, but again, I'd much rather give the money to DJ Jones and Solomon Thomas, and they're probably going to cost about the same. Uh, my guess is probably you know three to four million a year. That's what they're going to get. So unless he does a team friendly deal, DJ Jones, I don't think he comes back. So you're going to have guys like uh, Givens, which I don't mind starting over DJ. I was calling for that at the end of the year, but then after that it gets bad. Contavious Street's going to be your backup. I don't think you want that. So Dean line help is needed, but Dean line help is expensive. This brings us to our last category, and this one hurts. Will not be brought back. Right off the bat, Richard Sherman can't afford it. I love Sherman. It will forever be in my heart. Help this turnaround take place. Jaquaski Tart, no way. He made $6.5 million last year. 6.5. You can't pay that this year. And when Jaquaski Tart was playing, that pushed um, Jimmy Ward out of the position he was best at. So we saw the safety position improve when Tart came out. Not because Tart was bad, but because you put Ward and that kind of safety in the box, and Tarvarius Moore played relatively well, still having some tackles issues and all those things, but I would prefer to have that uh, safety tandem than paying another $6 million to Tart. I just don't think it makes sense. Tevin Coleman, uh, I, I couldn't even stop laughing before I finished that one. That guy's done in the NFL. He might get a contract somewhere, but I doubt he gets another carry. Tom Compton, no way. Ben Garland, I wish he would have been healthy. We could have used him this year. I just don't see it happening. Jarek McKinnon, that's a hell no from him and the 49ers. Tony Bergstrom, he was 35-year-old sitter that couldn't get playing time. There's no way. He was just a stopgap. Our quarterbacks, both backups, neither one comes back. Praise whomever you praise. C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins. I just, there's no way you bring them back. We have our three quarterbacks. You would like to upgrade in the draft or a trade, Watson, whatever, if those things happen. But there are worse things in the NFL then going into the season with you know Jimmy and Josh Rosen, who I like as a number three more than a number two, and Josh Johnson. I do think Sam Darnold is a very, very strong possibility if the Jets pat, uh, draft a quarterback at number two. I think Sam Darnold would be a perfect fit as a backup to Jimmy G, and that's what we need. That's what we need. Uh, you know, Obviously, you get Watson, you get Watson, but that's out of our control. I would like to get one of the top four quarterbacks in the draft. That's ideal. You can't sacrifice everything, especially in a year where you have holes. You need edge. You need corners. You need O-line. You need those things. So if you can't get a top four corner quarterback, go get them. But if you can't, then I think you've got to look elsewhere. Uh, people like Sam Darnold, I think that would be a possibility. You know, one of the things I floated out there is, you know, dropping back in the first round and getting Sam Darnold or trading back in the second round and getting Sam Darnold. So if you look at the 49ers at 12, um, Jack, um, New York Jets, they pick again at 23. So what, you know, this is another thing. What if you drop from 12 to 23 to get Sam Darnold. You still get a first-round pick, but you get Sam Darnold as your backup. Then you'd have Jimmy Garoppolo, one. He would start. Sam Darnold would be two. Josh Rosen would be three. I'm fine with that, um, but we'll deal with that later. Other guys not making it. Trent Taylor, the dude, proved he cannot handle punt return duties or number three receiver or just slot receiver. He's gone. Got beat out in both categories by River Craycraft. And so that's going to do it, man. We got through everybody, baby. 
Woo! Uh, what's our time at? Oh, we're good. 37 minutes. Um, those are all of the free agents. It's a lot. Not a lot of people. Now, before we jump off, I want to share. These are a couple Patreon breakdowns that we did for our Frank Gortier members. Um, again, we've got it, it's so many hours <laughs> of draft film. We do two a week. Um, and so excited to keep breaking down that stuff. I'm going to start doing shorter ones. These guys each have 35 minute plus breakdowns available. Uh, again, as soon as you sign up, patreon.com 49ers rush podcast, sign up, check it out. You don't like it. Cancel. You're done. You're done. That's it. Um, but it's a way to support the show and that helps us keep this going. Um, that's what it is. So first off, I want to talk about one of my favorites outside rusher. If you want a speed rusher, okay. You want that D Ford like guy. There's one, one in this draft and he comes out of Georgia. This is Aziz Ojalari, who I am in love with. Here we go. Here's a quick one and a half minute clip. Just showing what he brings to the table. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason action. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All right, let's see what happens here off the right side. Now, finally, he does not get... You know, any help. He's coming from the wide nine stance, two-point stance. Oh, look at the bend. Oh, he got him. Oh, the ball's out. He got the ball. Sack, strip, fumble, recovery. The trifecta. Woo! Aziz Ojolari. Look at this guy. Speed to bend. Watch him get freaking horizontal off of this bend. Great first step. Look at that. Dips the shoulder. Dips the shoulder. That is elite. 
There's not a lot of edge guys that have done this productively at the college level that are draft eligible at the edge position this year. Whoop, just slips it. Gets up. It has the wherewithal not to hit him low. Boom. Gets the ball out and gets the ball. You're not going to see a better play. This kid's going in the first round. You want a D Ford replacement? This is it. Four forced fumbles, ladies and gents. Four this year. This is not <laughs> happenstance. This, this is something that reoccurs. I love this kid, man. He's awesome. It's Aziz, baby. I, I love him. You're talking about a perfect fit for the 49ers. It's him. You want to see what this... We know what the defense did whenever we had that with D Ford. It was the best. So if you're wanting to replicate what worked before, it's this kid right here. Now, problems. Okay, there are some problems with Aziz. He only played 52% of snaps. And it across the... That's it. Because he is a situational pass rusher. Now, he's strong enough, and you can see him get down there and, you know, kind of get big and he, he's fine in the run game. He's not a, you know, an at, he doesn't hurt you at all in that. Uh, he had a 73.5 run stop grade from Pro Football Focus, which is great. But this is not Nick Bosa that gets 70 snaps a game. This is Aziz, very similar to D Ford, where he's not out there on the first play of the game. He comes in on second and third downs. That's his job. And he would fit that just fine. You know, nine sacks, eight quarterback hits, four forced fumbles. This kid would be great. Now, in my hierarchy of, you know, my rankings, what I'm putting out, my draft rankings per position, I have him rated behind guys like uh, Rizzo of Miami, guys behind Quiddy Pay, because he's not an every down defensive end. He is a pass rusher, but that is a premium in the NFL. And the 49ers need that. We have our starting defensive end. We have Nick Bosa. We have Eric Armstead. This is a guy that would come in and, you know, he would rotate in. I love Aziz. Now, this next guy that we're going to talk about, again, Aziz is another guy that you could trade back and would be a huge, like, perfect. Trade back, you know, four to five spots, get Aziz. That'd be ideal. But, again, there's not a lot of guys like him. There's a lot of big defensive end, complete pass rushers that aren't speed guys. Like I said, Quiddy Pay, Gregory Rizzo, and this next guy, Jalen Phillips. I really like Jalen Phillips. Now, he's got some major issues, okay? Was involved in a car accident. He was on a moped, got hit, uh, broke his wrist, uh, ankle issues, uh, severe concussions that lasted months. He retired from football because of this car accident, and he just couldn't get over his concussion issue. Well, finally, that cleared, took a year off football, transferred from UCLA. Chip Kelly also is a big reason why he got out of UCLA. Chip Kelly ruins everything we know. Uh, he's like freaking Thanos. But, um, you know, he transfers across the country from UCLA to Miami, uh, sits out a year to transfer, all those things, gets healthy. He was perfect, incredible, one of the best players in the country. But, again, major 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 health concerns here we go let's jump to a field this is jalen phillips defensive end out of miami again some teams will remove him from the board some teams aren't going to have him uh, on the board just because the medical red flag oh look at that swim move oh ate his lunch oh he did the bosa shrug he did the bosa watch him Comes inside on the swim move. I mean, this guy had no chance. Beat him, and this is huge, and this is why you watch game film and not highlight film. You saw him with the speed, 
bend around the edge, very next play, he's going to overset. And so this is huge. You know, comes underneath, awesome hit movement, gets the sack. That guy's not going anywhere. Watch him get up and do the shrug. Watch him. Oh, there he is. He's doing the Bosa shrug. <laughs> you love to see it. But, man, watch him set it, and then boom, look at that. Look at the hips. The shoulder getting skinny in the hole. I mean, that is freaking incredible. Very, very nice. And again, you pair that with the previous play, getting pressure on the outside with speed. You like it. Man, you'd love to see it. I do like to see that shrug. I ain't going to lie. Now, here, here's the thing with Jalen Phillips. Okay. Again, we talked about the health concerns. But if you look at the positives, and this is what you got to balance out with each one of these kids, these are stories. It's so easy to say, oh, Aziz is just a speed guy. That's all he is. Jalen Phillips, oh, he's great, but he has this stuff. But here's the thing. Jalen Phillips was the number one player coming out of high school. You talk about talent and ceiling and swinging for the fences. He came out of high school the same year as Chase Young. Guess who was ranked ahead of Chase Young in every single category by every single website? It was Jalen Phillips. That's how good this kid was. The number one player. Over quarterbacks, he's bananas. That's how talented he is. And you could say, well, the injuries are concerned. He played the entire 2020 season. Okay, you look at, he played 542 snaps in 2020. It was a shortened season, obviously, so we understand that. But he was all over the place. Uh, I mean, eight sacks, four quarterback hits, three batted passes, 15 and a half tackles for loss, one interception. The kid never came off the field. You watch, you know, Aziz film, you're having to skip every other play. You watch Jalen Phillips, he'll miss two plays in a game. That's it. So he is by far a more complete defensive end. And if you're just looking at upside, him and Gregory Rizzo, both from Miami, even though they never played together, uh, which is kind of weird and ironic they're coming out together because Rizzo opted out this year. Um, Jalen Phillips transferred the year before, so they never doubled up. But... Those two guys are your ultimate ceiling, every down defensive ends. Quiddy Pay would step in, and he'd be the best right now. And then Aziz would be your speed guy. There's a lot of options there at edge. None of them are top 10 worthy. None of them are. So what's going to happen with them? What's this look like? People that, you know, I, we do mock drafts, and mock drafts are important, and rankings are important, and film's important. All these things are great. I guarantee you there's going to be a team that has Jalen Phillips, their number one edge. I guarantee you there's going to be teams that have Aziz, their number one edge. I promise you, Quiddy Pay is going to be number one on some boards. Also, you're going to have somebody that's going to have Rizzo up there. This year, it, it's pick your flavor. What is it that you're wanting? And again, these aren't top 10 guys, but every year, quarterbacks and edge players get pushed up. It, it just happens. Wide receivers, safeties fall. Interior offensive linemen fall. Um, quarterbacks and edge players get pushed up. Also offensive tackles a little bit as well. But that's what we got. You know, another thing of interesting note before I jump off here is yeah, I'm, I'm a Caleb Fairley guy. Okay, there's a couple guys that I am in love with. I have Caleb Fairley as my number five player in this draft currently. And I get a lot of flack with that. I understand people love Sertan. I like Sertan. I understand people like J.C. Horn. I like J.C. Horn. I like all of them. But Caleb Fairley, for me, is bananas. And Daniel Jeremiah, 
Probably one of you know my favorite draft uh, people out there was a former scout, all those things, NFL Network. We all know who he is. He came out with his top 50 today. Guess who he had number five? Caleb Fairley. So it, not saying it because we agree that changes anything, but it's one of those things, man, that stands out to me. This kid is different because of his ball skills. What do you value? Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there again. If you, I want to say thank you. This has been a lot of fun. I freaking love recording. This is so fun. It, it's good hanging out with everybody. And, man, I'll tell you what's going to be even more fun than that. If you come hang out with us on Zoom this Saturday night, it's going to be a blast. All you got to do, patreon.com, 49ers Rush Podcast, the Jerry Rice tier. Come join us. I'm going to send you all the information on Zoom. We're going to come hang out. Beat me in trivia, which you were not going to. I'm sorry. I'm a big Jeopardy nerd. Call me Aaron Rodgers. Um, also, <laughs> it's going to be 49ers trivia, draft trivia. Um, we're going to do a live mock draft together and chit-chat through things. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. So head over there, support the podcast, have some fun, drink some beers, and let's hang out. Appreciate it as always. And as always, baby, stay str <laughs> I almost messed it up. Stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.